0: Welcome to Sporty Under 40, a podcast where two guys talk football and all things sports um, within a reasonable time frame. I'm Sam.
1: I'm TJ. And here we go. And we got nothing but sports and laughs all around. So thanks for listening.
0: welcome 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 first episode of sporty under 40 football's back tj how are you feeling man
1: i am well you know considering it's still baseball season football's a little away but it is exciting that the draft is here
0: in a little over a week so i'm feeling good look here's here's my thing about football is it's football season all the time the off season's dramatic the Regular season is dramatic. The playoffs are dramatic. I love the drama. I love the action. And you're right. We got draft week next week, dude. This is it. This is the show, man. We got guys coming out of college. We got we got some sleepers. We got some prospects. We got got a lot of things going on, man. What's on your radar?
1: Uh, Let's see. As far as, you know what, Sam, before we get into that, I actually have a question for you, buddy. Uh, yeah. Before we get into this, before we get into this uh, upcoming draft, um, reflecting on this past season, uh, talk to me, who is, who was uh, your favorite first round pick from the 2020 NFL draft last year and your least favorite first round pick from the NFL 2020 draft?
0: Least favorite, without a doubt, Tua Faloa. Um, <laughs> and I, and, and I can... take swatted. I can I can defend that to a T. And here's why. All right. Okay, let's hear it. I feel like for Tua going into the NFL, that was a cop-out. Um, I felt like Tua needed to play one more year because he spent all season hurt. He didn't play. He He should have played one more year to show that he really had it. And rather than showing he really had it, he took the paycheck and went to the NFL. And he's yet to basically finish a game in, in the NFL season. Like, I mean actually finish a game, you know what I mean? He will go in from I agree. quarters, I absolutely agree. you know, he'll cover the second half or he'll cover the first half. And maybe that's the Dolphins fault for not keeping him in the whole game. But I, I also don't buy that.
1: I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, if I'm going to talk about my least favorite, I won't pick the same one as you, uh this one was kind of this one obviously is kind of tough. I mean in my opinion Tua is the glaring issue in the first round. Um if I had to go a certain way though that's not the same as you just for talking purposes. Um a real letdown. He obviously has a chance to redeem himself going forward. A real letdown. Uh number 3 overall pick Jeff Okuda uh to the Detroit Lions. Spent a lot of time hurt um And honestly, from what I saw and watched, wasn't too impressive. Um, especially coming off the very impressive uh, final season he had at Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, like I said, I think he's got the raw talent and the potential. But uh, yeah, if I had to, I think, I think he was the reach at this point. You know, like like we
0: like we said,
1: going forward, he could fix that up. But at this point,
0: yeah. Respectfully disagree, mostly because yeah. I like him. But that's respectfully, what, well, that's disagree. why we. That's why we do. <laughs> um, favorite do this, Sam. favorite pick from 2020. I got two. Said it from day one. Justin Herbie. Said it from day yes, one. You
1: did, and for let the record show that. Uh, well before the draft, my boy Sam here. When we were talking, so Sam and me have known each other since we were 14 years old. Um, a long-running friendship. We've played fantasy football together for about 10 years or so. So, yes, we talk pretty constantly foot- when it comes to football. Justin Herbert was his guy. Like, from oh. day one, he, he said Justin Herbert will be the real deal. So, that all checks. Sam I'm, isn't just coming out and saying that because it's later on. That checks.
0: I'm a I'm an LSU fan, but I I looked at where Justin Herbert had the potential to get drafted, and I said, you know what? He... If he goes to the Chargers, he will have the best career out of Tua, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. And he has yet to prove me wrong. He has a resume that that kind of shines on than than in comparison to other people. You know what I mean? So I love Justin Herbert. My second, and this is the LSU blood in me, is Clyde Edwards. The Chiefs taking Clyde Edwards. Oh, The Chiefs taking Clyde Edwards was... I'm I'm
1: not sure somewhere else there
0: no the Chiefs taking Clyde Edwards is the move that is my favorite move because man you have Patrick Mahomes for the next like 15 years and when he starts to get when he starts needing help and he didn't need help last season but when he starts needing help i.e the run game they got the man to do it and that is Clyde Edwards Hilaire baby I support that
1: that is okay. I definitely thought you were going somewhere
0: else. Um, so I was
1: actually planning out my other pick. No nope. um so if I had to go with probably my favorite pick um in the first round, it's a toss-up because uh like Sam and I were talking, you know, just when we were prepping for this show, this this pit, this uh 2020 rookie class it is stupid stacked with talent. Like not even just the first round, stupid stacked with talent. Um, but if I had to go somewhere, my favorite pick, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, this one's going to hurt me a little to say this because he roasted my favorite college football team for four scores in his uh, final season in the college football playoff semifinal. Uh, I think you've really got to hand it. Justin Herbert or Justin Jefferson. Excuse me. Justin Jefferson is a bad dude bad dude yeah i know sam lsu guy but he just he put on uh, and you have a lot of rookie receivers that put on this past season but justin jefferson i mean he just he showed i think uh i think a close second to the best receiver in that category for the season as a close second to cd lamb but and i have to say that because i'm an Oklahoma fan because <laughs> you're, uh, you're biased <laughs> but going forward no i like i really do think but going forward uh yeah, Justin Jefferson, he's—I I go three, four years before he's, you know, if not already in, he's sniffing top five receiver in the NFL. Well, dude, I mean, is there. He, he needs just, a quarterback because that's the problem. And Justin, if you guys, think Cousins is a quarterback? We have bigger problems
0: here. No, man. Just, I mean, Justin Jefferson is a perfect transition to the next thing that I want to that we want to talk about. Um, the twenty twenty one draft, dude. Literally nine days a week. I got a notification and I kinda kinda got a little giddy at work. I said Ooh. like Thursday night? Like damn, yeah. I'm there, baby. Um, so DJ, what are some prospects you love going into the 2021 draft, man?
1: Uh let's see. Okay. So a prospect that I love. It's easy to love a lot of prospects, especially the obvious ones. It's easy. So I'm gonna go kind of off the I'm gonna go kind of off the track with um this one, this is just one I really like, and I think he's going to step in well wherever he goes. Um, I like Elijah Vera Tucker, o Lyman out of USC. Like yep. I said, off the radar, um, because he's not the flashy quarterback receiver, but in the trenches, that's where it starts. Yep. Um, he's a versatile dude. He can play outside. He can play guard as well. Um, he's very athletic, and uh, everything you've seen – and read about he's a tough dude to move like he can't just be overpowered you know so he's gonna yeah. fair i think he's in well in the nfl he's very smart very football savvy um i don't think you can expect anything less from a storied program like usc as much as i uh, dislike them you have to give credit that they are you know they uh year in and year out they are a conversation because of just the history itself so yeah um, what about you give me a prospect that you love sam
0: it's hard for me because you, you stayed off the beaten path. I'm, I'm going, I'm going all in, I'm going all in on mm-hmm. the, the path that's already there. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm and going, I'm
1: going on the path with some of them. I just, this is a particular one that I wanted to talk about. So, go so ahead,
0: I like, I agree. I do agree. Elijah very Tucker. I do agree the battles in the t- trenches I do, ag- but my, the prospects that I love are quite literally, the day one impact players. The day one step on the field, they're in pads, they're making a difference on that team, no matter where they get drafted. Right. So I got three guys. One gotta got I mean, gotta go home bread, dude. That LSU, Jamar Chase. Dude, God. <laughs> I'm about that action, man. Um, it again, it's it's gonna be one of those things like you watch his college highlights, you watch him um, you know, with what I mean like with or without Joe Burrow, he, I mean, like granted last year, he didn't play, but he's done fantastic. You know what I mean? He's been a contender. He plays the ball really, really well. Love that guy. So wherever he goes, if it's the dolphins, if it's the Eagles, if it's, I mean, I pray it's not the Eagles, but if it's these guys, we're going to see, we're going to see a different, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be an immediate impact. You know what I mean? Similar to Justin Jefferson. Um next one, Naje Harris. Again, yeah, I, I look at I look at him and I, I don't want to say he's a generational talent. he's not, he's not he's but he is the best running back going into this draft and I think that no matter there there are actually some needs in running back this year. Um, for some reason in the off season and in free agency, what we saw was we saw we saw teams loading up on two good running backs. and I look at the Raiders as an example. they went Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. And then, yeah, now James Conner to the Cardinals and Chase Edmonds as a backup. Not that, not like a huge move, but there's a lot of teams that are doubling up on good running backs. So I think that what we're going to see is we're going to see a lot of those teams where those teams are coming from wanting to go big bell cows, big Derrick Henry-esque players. And that's where I think Najee Harris fits in. You know what I mean? Um, You know, wherever.
1: And Najee Harris, I mean, can get you can't deny the talent. No, I mean he's he's all around, very, very all around dude. So he, uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: I do, yeah. uh, I do agree with you on I, that one. He's gonna be again. He's gonna be uh-huh. an immediate impacts player. My last one is T Law. T Law's uh, you have to love T Law. Oh, that's the obvious one. You have like, like you, you have obvious, to. Yeah, you can't you can't argue. You can't say he didn't do this or he didn't do that. You look at him run down the field and break tackles guy's a freak. You look at him throw out a 60 yard bomb, guy's a freak. You look at him, do these things, guy's a freak. You know what I mean? Like he, he knows how to win. He does have some mechanical issues that I think will get worked out in the NFL with urban Meyer. But other than that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I don't know, man, I think that, I think that it'll be pretty, pretty straightforward with that. You know?
1: I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, before we continue, just to let you guys know, we do have uh, for live purposes, episode purposes. Um, shoot us a DM, post whatever, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter is sporty under forty. Uh, the digits four zero. Instagram is just sporty under forty, straight across, just spelled regularly. So um, while we're recording, you know, during the week, something like that. You have some questions. You want to inquire. You want, you know, some feedback, something like that shoot at us and uh you know we'll get it going you know we're gonna be here for not too too long but you know we uh we want to reach out to our fans so um all right sam so give me okay so since you did the love prospect give me a prospect that you hate like give me one that not feeling
0: cake um zach wilson i I, I I haven't seen like okay so Jake Jake sent me a video our buddy Jake sent me a highlight reel on yes or shout out Jake Schwannitz Snakers he he sent me a game of Zach Wilson and I watched it I did my due diligence um I I didn't I love I liked him more but it doesn't mean I it doesn't mean I like him it means I hate him you know what I mean um I really. The difficult thing for me with with Zach Wilson is how high everyone is on him, and that's probably the reason I don't like him. Is because I think that, man, I there's just something that like I don't get. Maybe I'm not seeing it. No, I'm with you. It's it's tough because
1: Zach Wilson, you can't you can't take away the year he had at BYU. No, yeah, but. Check that. Check that last part of the statement at BYU. Where has he been up until this year? He had a breakout year. Don't get me wrong. Give it to him. You know, you have guys that have breakout years. You know, just perfect example. This a year ago is Joe Burrow. You know, Joe Burrow was a good quarterback, okay quarterback, whatever. And then last year just shot up. But you know, and I'm not definitely not
0: comparing Burrow to Wilson. So no, I get relax, that, and, but. Sam, it- I think I think you make an interesting point, but I want to counter in the defense of Zach Wilson. The dude threw 33 touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean, like, like again, I hate him, but I have to give credit where it's due and go look. Like, I mean, that's kind of really impressive, and and I can't be mad. I like I can't be mad at that. Like to throw three interceptions and again the game I was watching that Jake sent me it was Boise State versus. BYU and he 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 really should have had like four four picks that game he didn't I mean he threw a hard ball and it got tipped in the air and there were some ones that they tried to dive for it didn't happen um and I think that's part of the reason why I go like hey he only threw three interceptions but he it should have been it probably should have been more yeah no I agree I agree so I I don't know i don't know what would you who's your guy i guess
1: okay so on my side um you know i'm gonna have to and you know sir the rumors circulating with him and we'll get into that here in a second because i really don't believe them a prospect i really don't like uh, unless he goes to the absolute perfect system is mac jones yeah Mm -hmm. i i think mac jones the only chance he has a success is if he goes to the absolute perfect system and setup and situation. The dude, I mean, to for lack of better words, he was spoiled at Alabama. Yeah, spoiled. He didn't ever face pressure, you know. And it's easy to hit your receivers everywhere when Devonte Smith and Jalen Waddle are getting off the line untouched, and four or five steps later, they're three steps ahead of their defender. Mac Jones is just, he, he's he got to go, he's got to go to the perfect system. I think everybody's thinks he's going to walk in and really do a lot. I don't think so. Dare I say a comparison situation, Matt Flynn from a long ago from LSU, like same kind of deal. Matt Flynn came out. Everybody thought it was going to be the real deal. He had one great game as a backup backing up Aaron Rodgers and then lost his job to Russell Wilson the next year when he yeah. was signed to millions and millions of dollars to take over. So yeah, I, I, I just, I'm not on the Mac Jones train. Not I, think, on
0: that I think he makes some interesting uh, real quick. I think he makes some interesting comparisons there. I think Matt Flynn is fair. I think that I think one thing that I want to highlight that you talked about is um, if you watch Mac Jones pro day, he overthrew a couple big passes and now I, I mean, I'm sorry, but this is the pro day. I don't like, I don't like it because there's no defender. There's no dot, dot, dot. There's nothing happening. And you're going to overthrow your guy. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I mean, I mean, like, come on.
1: It's different animals in the NFL. No,
0: I agree. I agree with you real quick. You're agreeing with me. I want to, I also want to give a shout out to one of the, one of the guys in the chat, Caleb, Caleb is right there with us. He thinks Mac Mac Jones is trash. So, just want to pause I can't there. See
1: the chat so that kind of sucks.
0: Well, be better. Um, <laughs> um I think I think we're probably going to go hand in hand in this and it'll probably be a quick one, overrated prospect.
1: I don't know if you're we're going to go hand in hand, but overrated uh, uh, okay, so you might think I'm crazy when I say this and I I'm, I'm going to back it up. And here's why. My overrated prospect, I think guys think I think people think this guy is going to walk in and just absolutely start tearing the NFL apart. I'm I'm going to go with Smith. Like I, I I like the guy and I think he's talented. I think he's athletic. You know, I think he, he checks all the boxes. He had a great year, but I think he might struggle a little bit, you know, just, just the change of the game, you know, look at, I, I, you know, when I see him, I kind of think of, sort of like a Marquise Hollywood Brown kind of situation, smaller dude, smaller build, you know, Hollywood struggled a little bit. He hasn't been tearing it up like he did in college, just burner, you know? So, you know, like I said, not denying the talent or the ability at all. He's a great route runner. He does all that well. Um, It's the size thing for me. Can he get off the line? Can he play physical and really work through, that kind of you know pressure off the line, especially stuff like that, and can he be what he was at Alabama? You know, can he do that? I
0: think I think that's fair. Like I don't I'm not gonna disagree with that. I think that's a fair point. You know what I mean? Um I think that he I think that like I don't know. I can I, I kinda shrug at that one. I think I think you make a good point, but I think that he plays the ball really well and I can I, I I like Devontae Smith. I considered him go in fantasy football. I considered drafting him before I draft Jamar Chase. Now I'm gonna go Jamar Chase because I love Jamar Chase. Um, my underrated and and let it be
1: known, people. You know, we're we're sitting here talking here during a year. If we're having this, you know, when we have this same show for the 2022 NFL draft prospects. And Devontae, Adda, or Devontae Smith just tore the NFL apart. Feel free to tweet me whatever to say, hey, dude, you were wrong. Because guess what? I'll own it. That's why we're here. We're here to talk about sports, give our opinions, whether we think they're going to be wrong or right here. That's where we're at. But sorry, Sam.
0: No, 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 no. Overrated I, prospect. Go. It. It's Zach Wilson. It stays the same for me. I, I don't see the hype. I I said it before. I'll say it again. Zach Wilson. Like, d- cut and dry for me. Just
1: come on, dude. That's, that's no fun. You got to do the same one for four categories.
0: <laughs> he's the prospect I You're hate. Good. And no, I hate I get him because he's I overrated. It. Like it's, it's cake. It's, it's easy. It. You know it. what I mean? It's easy get, for me. Okay. Um, but I will say we're, right now, it's a perfect transition into the chat on Twitch is going crazy. They're talking underrated prospects. So one of the chat is saying ZBA. So ZBA is one of our followers and he said, most underrated most underrated prospect, Kyle Trask. So I'm going to say my most underrated prospect. You might disagree. Yikes. You might agree. My most underrated prospect is Kellen Mund.
1: I can see that. Kellen... I don't think he's – I don't think he lands – You know what? If he lands in the first round, I wouldn't be surprised. He's a very – Jordan Love kind of situation. Somebody no. at the back end trading in the first to grab him, Dude. maybe. Dude. No? His, but I do like that, Kellen Mond. I can his, see it.
0: His whole thing is Dak Prescott 2.0. Whole, whole thing is Dak Prescott 2.0. But here's the difference. He brought Texas A&M last season from an unranked team starting off in the season to finishing top five and probably should have been in the college football playoffs over Notre Dame. Like let's call an let's call an ace and ace Texas A and M should have been in the college football playoffs and they yeah well
1: well that that conversations for another cast another episode I'm
0: just saying he he put up he he fought with Texas A and M and they he got them to where they are now you know what I mean number five in the nation I'll give I, you that
1: I I kind of see that as my Elijah Vera Tucker kind of off the off the path um I, I agree that uh ZBA Dude, Kyle Trask isn't underrated. He's he's just not. He he just needs to be better. Um, and if you uh, don't think so, go watch the Oklahoma game because he got yanked pretty quickly. And I love Oklahoma to death, but we don't have a great defense. We had a, we had a we had a good defense this year, but not great. Watch we that. All three of them in the first
0: court. Watch that LSU game. Watch that LSU. Eat my ass, Sam. Watch that LSU Florida <laughs> game. Unranked LSU kicks a. Yeah you know 50 yard bomb freaking takes it to this the, is true you know what i mean Like this is true what about you man um Those okay so then to go to stay yeah to stay on the
1: target this one might sound a little bit crazy and i'm gonna explain why underrated let's go travis etn i think the reason why you want to consider him underrated is he's very overshadowed by nausea harris very Najee Harris is obviously yes the clear cut. I think I think he's the clear cut number one running back in uh, in the in the draft. Um, and here's why I say Travis Etienne is underrated. Najee Harris he's gonna work just about wherever he goes. Etienne kind of has to fall into a right system, but he's a good running back. You know he 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 sat under the radar over the Trevor Lawrence hype and. Kind of on that but he was one of the unspoken real studs i mean he he can run in between tackles he can catch the ball he can do it all like he's very all around um great speed and agility i think he i think he could be a pro bowler you know on the right team in his first in his first few years i'm not gonna say right away but um you know but that's not to say that if he ends up in a bad system that he's just gonna fall apart i think he's i think he's talented enough to be uh, to be a, a player to be reckoned with, no matter what, just in a really good system, he could be right up there with Harris, wherever Harris might land too.
0: Well, and I, and I think that's fair. You know what I mean? Like I, it's part of the reason why I really, really do love Clyde Edwards is because in, you know, with that LSU freaking hype, everyone was like, Oh, Joe bro, Joe bro, Joe bro. And I was like, guys, like he ha- Joe bro has Joe bro is great, but he also has a great cast i.e. Jamar Chase, yeah. Justin Jefferson, and Clyde Edwards. You know what I mean? And and I was like, be on the lookout for Clyde. So I I I can understand that argument. I really can. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um uh, all
1: right. So who you picked underrated, so I'll pick this next one. Uh so since these so since the other categories that we had talked about are kind of like a hand in hand, like a positive, negative. Let's take a break and let's do like a, just a single one. What's a pick you would love to see, Sam?
0: I mean, if you're asking me, Trey Lance to the Niners. I think Trey. I think I, I. If the mock draft is true and Trevor Lawrence goes number one, Zach Wilson goes number two, Trey Lance needs to be number three. Trey Lance has the build, so and this is
1: you like Trey Lance.
0: You like Trey Lance at three? Okay. Well, and my reasoning is I think that the 49ers have a fast offense. I think that they have a very fast offense. And I don't think Mm -hmm. a Mac Jones fits well into that. Um, I think Mac Jones fits Kyle Shanahan, but I don't think Mac Jones fits the 49ers. So I think that Kyle Shanahan needs to adapt to the team that he has rather than making the team adapt to what him and Mac Jones would do. That's why I would go. That's why I would love to see Trey Lance at three. Because Trey Lance is a combination of athlete and Mac Jones. You know what I mean?
1: I I agree with that. And I'm not buying into the rumors that Mac Jones is going three. I'm not. I'm sorry. John Lynch as a general manager is way smarter than to move up from 12 to three and and lose that draft capital in the trade to go after Mac Jones. He could have – I mean – honestly he could have spent less capital moved up three or four picks and probably still got mac jones Mm -hmm. if he's moving up to three he's going after one of those three that aren't trevor lawrence you know lance fields and wilson uh basic you know just depending on who the jets are taking i'm not gonna speak on that too much because that's for next week's episode when we do our mock draft and we get into that but yeah no i i agree lance i think lance would be a great fit with San Francisco, I think he fits the offense. Well, um, I watched his second pro day yesterday, some of that, and he, he just looks, he looks really good. Um, and the other thing is Lance doesn't have to play right away. You know, Jimmy G is there. He could sit and groom a little bit if he needs to, but if Jimmy G doesn't get it, you throw Lance in there. I I think Lance would be ready to rock. So I, I like that. I really do.
0: Hot take ready. Hot take. Jimmy G doesn't make it through the draft. Jimmy G gets traded draft night. All right. You heard it here first. That's just, I think, I think the longer they sit on Jimmy G, the less, the less value they have in him. You know what I mean? And I think that you just need to get rid of him sooner than later, especially if your move is to go quarterback, you have to, you can't let Jimmy G step on the field because the second Jimmy G steps on the field and people see how trash he is, they're not going to want him. You, you just smoke and mirrors. Jimmy G, just move
1: off him right now.
0: Just get get him out of the off. Get him out of the quarterback room. Get him out of there. I I did. I mean, I I would like to see Trey Lance sit behind someone, but as a as an owner, like as a franchise, you have to just you're wasting money at that point. You know what I mean? You're just wasting money. Okay. Um, talking about teams, let's 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 do this. Teams that should trade up. Oh,
1: I don't get to make my pick that I'd love to see.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Who's your pick that you'd love to see, man? (laughs) uh so my pick
1: that i would love to see i'm just gonna come right out and say it baby kyle pitts number 10 to the cowboys so for those that don't know because me and sam are too embarrassed to come right out and say it from the get-go sam and i are cowboys fans okay um we had our we've had a lifetime worth of um just sadness and frustration and whatever you want to call it. Like people don't know, you know, you just, it sucks being a Cowboy fan. All right. So me and Sam, neither of us were too happy with this whole Dak Prescott trade and, you know, or not the trade, the signing, you know, the $40 million contract, but it is what it is. So the reason why I'd love to see Kyle Pitts to the Cowboys, you're going to invest $40 million a year in a quarterback, might as well do whatever you can to help him succeed. It's, you know, you put Kyle Pitts in an offense with Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. You know, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. You're gonna score points. That's that's a given. You're gonna score points. Dak Prescott would be set up for success. Um, I'm, I'm I'm honestly hoping the quarter the Cowboys don't go corner. Uh, you know, I'm hoping they either go O-line or if Pitts is there, I'd rather them go Pitts. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, you know, go Kyle Pitts. He, he's going to get touches. He's going to get catches. He would work well in the system. Kelvin Moore loves to throw the ball. So why not add another threat to the already, you know, top three trio of receivers? Make it worse. Make it harder, you know. We can't – because we, we're winning the NFC East with what we got now – Kyle Pitts puts us a little more in conversation to be one of the better teams in the NFC. I'm not going to get ahead of myself and say at the top, but Kyle Pitts probably pushes us up a little more than, than uh, some of the other
0: picks. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. Um, teams that should tra- trade up, man. We're talking teams, teams that should trade up, trade up.
1: Teams that should trade up. I have two, but I'm only going to pick one and I'll let you talk about the other one. Cause I think you have this idea. Um, and it makes my skin crawl to talk about both of these teams. Cause I hate both of them. So, um, I'm going to go near and dear to my heart. My boy, Jake Schwanitz. I hope you're listening, buddy. If you're not screw you, uh, the Broncos need to trade up. Okay. I, I believe the Broncos are a team that are a QB away from being a playoff team. Um, I think they have a good defense. I like their receiving core. I like Cortland Sutton. I like Jerry Judy. KJ Hamler is a great fit in there. Um, you know, they, they have just about it all except for the quarterback. Drew Locke ain't it. I thought he was going to be um, – the moment he was picked by the Broncos, I texted Jake, and I was like, dude, that's a great pick. I think he's going to be the best quarterback of this draft, and that included my boy out of Oklahoma, Kyler Murray. Um And boy, were we wrong. Drew Lock ain't it? You know, move on. I think they need to move up. Uh, I, in my opinion, I think, you know, this might be spoiler alert for our mock draft episode, possibly. If if it goes the way I think it's gonna go, if Broncos move to four, they get Trey Lance, which I think would be great. So, I go Broncos. You know, clear quarterback away.
0: Yeah. I, I think I think the Broncos is a smart move. I do. I mean, for all the same reasons. Um, I I have been having a conversation with Caleb, who is in the chat active right now. Huge shout out to him. Been having a conversation shout with out Caleb. Caleb. Been having a conversation with him on Instagram. We've been talking for a couple of weeks, and he may have convinced me originally when I sent TJ my my notes, I said teams that should trade up should be the Pats, the Steelers, and the Cardinals.
1: This this checks because looking at Sam's notes. He's he's already gone the way on a
0: field. So <laughs> um, I, my team, my my one team that I think should trade up, I think it needs to be Washington, dude. I think it needs to be the football team. That's, I, that's my that was the other team I had. That was the it, other team I had. It realistically, like Ryan Fitz magic still has it. I mean, like I don't want to say that, but I mean he throws the ball great. Like he's I don't know how he does it, but he does something weird, man. Um,
1: so you would say that Washington needs to try and move into four for that did, Atlanta
0: spot. Like, no, I wouldn't say four. I would not argue four. I, I, I think the cost for four is going to be too high. You, me and Jake had this conversation via text. I think the cost for four is going to be too high. If the cost for four is cheaper than anticipated, then yes, they should move into four. I think they need to move into eight. And, and part of it is also transitioning into teams that should trade down. I think the Panthers should trade down. I think the Panthers ideally do need to get a offensive lineman, but they did get a quarterback. Um, So I think Washington to eight and Panthers down to where they're at, I think they're at like 15, right? Washington's at like 15.
1: Uh, Washington is 19.
0: 19, move up, move up a little bit. Panthers can move back. There's, There's still gonna be some offensive lineman talent at 19. And I think you can get some value um and from the from Washington you know what I mean um yeah so, so that's so I think team I think teams that should trade up Washington I think teams that should trade back Panthers
1: so you're saying Washington moves up to eight and grab who you think one of the first four will be available ETN is Walter Payton all right what? and I know that's that happening uh, sorry I'm looking at notes I don't know what <laughs> maybe
0: maybe don't do so that you're saying <laughs> yeah so uh you got, um, I so, if I let's just let's just spitball here. If four quarterbacks are gone, kind of mock draft com talk, right? If it goes T. Law, Zach Wilson, for God's sake, Mac Jones, and then Trey Lance. If Broncos trade up to four, get Trey Lance. Oh. You know what I mean? It, for it, for let's just say it does that, then then I think so. The Washington, the Washington
1: move banks on mac jones going three in your eyes
0: yes and so then justin fields goes eight to washington gotcha gotcha okay
1: yeah that was uh you know like i just said uh broncos and i had the broncos and the football team um as my two teams i need to trade up that are a quarterback away um you know, like we said, as Cowboy fans, I think it pains us to know that the football team is basically a quarterback away from being really damn good way. they have a really good defense. So Ron Revere is a great, yeah, coach. that sucks. But okay. So you, can, you already transitioned to it, into it, Sam
0: teams that trade down. Um,
1: was that all you had on the Panthers or you got more on that one?
0: I mean, I, there, there's a, there's some teams that I think should trade down Falcons for sure. Panthers, um, Lions maybe, but that's just like a – I mean, I don't really see the Lions being a threat anytime soon, so I think the more picks they can get now, the better off they'll be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I have no other reason for that. So, But Panthers, I will make an argument for. I think the Panthers should trade down. I think they can get a lot of talent on offensive linemen.
1: The Panthers would – that kind of – that makes sense. They didn't have to give up too much to get Darnold. Mm -hmm. Um, But moving down, they could pick up those two picks that they gave up right away. You know, and still get what they need at nineteen. So that, that uh, that's a good one. That makes sense. Uh, my team to trade down. I have t- two. Oh. All right, Sam. Do you want uh, you want option A or option B? And I'll and I'll talk about one. I
0: one. just want the honest answer.
1: Well, I'm kind of torn. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna kind of go off my last take then on the pick we'd love to see if Rashawn slater panay Sewell and kyle pitts go in the first nine picks i think dallas needs to trade down
0: mm-hmm.
1: and here's yeah. why okay patrick sertain uh jc horn caleb farley yes they're great players however they're not going to fix the problems we have on the defensive side of the ball
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i think we need more depth rather than uh just one playmaker. So that's what I'm saying. You know, the Cowboys, they got four picks in the first three rounds, which is pretty good. You know, maximize that move down, make it five, make it six picks, you know, whatever you can necessarily get and load up on depth on the defensive side of the ball, because, you know, at 10, you know, like I said, if those three are gone, cause I like those three for the Dallas fit. I think that I just think the Cowboys would be way better off dropping back, you know, because there's still a possibility. So, say we move down into the early 20s, there's still a possibility we could pick up like Caleb Farley, grab Farley there. And then now we have another, now we have three, you know, you're possibly looking at three third round picks where we can just gain depth. Um, And because I don't think secondary is necessarily a huge need anymore. I loved the Keanu Neal signing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. huge signing great signing signing. uh Demontre Causey I liked that one too so I mean safeties we might be okay Donovan Wilson really came on last year and I don't think you can necessarily kick him out I I'd like to see them move him and him play a little more corner with uh with Trayvon Diggs and uh last year's fourth round pick Reggie Robinson that dude needs an opportunity because that dude can ball yeah so I think we have some answers within um, – but, yeah, if, I, if I'm the Cowboys and Penae Sewell, Rashawn Slater, Kyle Pitts are all gone at 10, move back.
0: Yeah. Um, well, the chat is getting getting hot on you, TJ. Um, they're saying Parsons, Parsons to the Cowboys. Um, and you're kind of – I'd be okay kind of with argument, Parsons. You know? I so. would be
1: okay with Parsons.
0: Um, But on the contrary, even if we don't move
1: back 12 picks – Am I crazy to think we can move back five or six and still get Michael Parsons? You know, he's all over the place when it comes to mock drafts and ideas. You know, some people are saying for the Falcons just to go ahead and grab him at four. Possibly the Lions. You know, he kind of fits the whole Dan Campbell persona. I would, uh, you know, I could venture to say we can move back to 15, 16, something like that with New England, who maybe if there's a quarterback still there, New England moves up. We can drop back six possibly awesome, still grab Parsons. So yeah. I agree with, I agree with the chat. I, I will say that if uh, we get Michael Parsons, I I'd like that pick. I would be
0: okay with it. Yeah. Um, moving into fits, man. We talked a little bit about mock. We talked a little bit about teams trading up Um, TJ. Who's your perfect, perfect fit, like possible, perfect, uh, fit. like looking possible, this, perfect fit,
1: Sam, you're going to, you might pee yourself when I say this out of happiness, let's let's call a spade a spade i think jamar chase number five to the Bengals. i don't think it gets any better than that you put him with t higgins and tyler boyd with his boy joe burrow joe burrow's got a better line that dude joe burrow was bawling until he got hurt Yup. he was bawling and he's only gonna get better i think and i think the oh, i think a huge piece that you can do if you're cincinnati and you're sitting there at five to help him get better give him his boy yep i don't think i don't think you can make a better pick at five if you're cincinnati and jamar chase is on the board take jamar chase if you're cincinnati i think that would be perfect i
0: love it i love it because <laughs> the Bengals yeah. increased their offensive line they told they yes their added- fisher great sign. Well, so yeah, they, I, I, apparently Eric Fisher is still a, still a free agent. Jake and I went into this. I, I thought they signed Eric Fisher. Maybe it's not official. I thought they did too. Did they not? Yeah. I don't know. I, on, on Google, he is still a free agent. I thought they signed Eric Fisher. Um, so I think, I, I nonetheless, they have made significant moves with their offensive line. And I think, I think that, I don't think it hurts them. I really don't. I think I think they're in a situation at that point where they're in the Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Ceedee Lamb stage, and I think that they would need to trade away T Higgins or Tyler Boyd. You know what I mean? Um yeah. Which isn't a bad place to be. It's really not. Um, the the variable within Cincinnati is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon can't last a goddamn season. Um, I hate yeah, him. And that's tough. Joe Mixon, he's
1: he, he is talented. You can't deny that, but yes, yeah. he does have injury problems, you know, and you can honestly say here, you can honestly say the O-line hasn't helped him and they've been struggling, you know, maybe put a little talent around him. Maybe he'll last a little bit to where he's not getting beat up at the D-line so, constantly.
0: So, it. I mean, I went into this when they drafted Joe Burrow and I said this, I said, The offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals is not bad. Pro football focus, actually, if you look and did research two years ago, the Cincinnati Bengals actually gave their quarterbacks the most time to throw. The most time. They they protected their quarterback. Like, although we're sitting here knocking on the Bengals' O-line, they gave their quarterback the most time to throw, bottom line. Okay. That, like – I don't know, man. I'm a statistics guy. You can't argue with that. You can't look at that and go like, well, is that true? It's like, dude, like, (laughs) like if they're now granted, if Joe Mixon can't find a hole, if they're not as good as a run team, like then that's fine. Right. Um, But I'm going to stay away from him from fantasy football. Um, My perfect, my possible perfect fit. And to me, this is a no brainer um, T law to the Jags. And the only, I, 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 the only reason I am so hard on this one is because Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer are going to tear it up, dude. Like, they're going to bring a new level of NFL football that we haven't seen since RG3, since Michael Vick. And I'm not saying the play style, but I'm saying the energy level. You know what I mean? RG3 yeah. would do a read option and be gone for fucking 60 yards. Michael Vick, like you know what I mean? Like there's guys that, that again, are immediate impacts. And I, and I stand by the immediate impacts are going to be Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer into that NFL. Like they've already sent him the playbook. They already sent Trevor yeah. Lawrence the playbook. You can't
1: very, very Joe Burrow esque move from last year where they were like, this is, this is a done deal, dude.
0: It's yeah. it, and, and T-Law is all for it. And it's a perfect market for him. He doesn't have a lot of pressure. He, you know what I mean? Like, it's a great market for him. And they're doing a lot to equip him. You know what I mean? They're doing a lot to equip T-Law. You know what I mean? They're giving him, I, I mean, like, if I'm going to be honest, dude, DJ Shark, he's an LSU guy. He's young. Lavickasha, or however you say it, he's young. It's he's good. got, he's got, he's got a team. I love t law to jacksonville it's an easy one yeah but there's but there's more to it than it's it's easy i'll get into that one here in one of our other
1: topics we're going to talk about but yeah I, i agree i agree with you there um yeah no absolutely uh all right tam possible bad fit so when we say possible bad fit this means we're not just taking some random ass player and putting him uh just with a team that he wouldn't fit with. This when we say possible bad fit, this means there's a high chance that this team drafts this player in whatever spot they
0: may be. So possible bad fit. Now, you guys are gonna hate me. You guys are you guys are absolutely gonna hate me. It is going to be Zach Wilson again. Now, aside oh, I had that. Aside from Zach Wilson's, like my hatred for him, I I have to literally figure out something else to talk about. My Zach Wilson, (laughs) it's not, but it's, it's the whole, it's the Jack, it's the Jets organization. It's the fact that I like Sala. I really, really do like Sala, but it's part of the reason I thought Sala should trade down and keep Sam Darnold, keep what's already established. Sala's not a quarterback whisperer. Now, if he made a move and got like Joe Brady as an offensive coordinator or something like that in the system, if he had more of a system guy in that organization with him, then I would be all for it. But the fact that the Jets organization doesn't have enough to breed and mold Zach Wilson or whomever goes, whoever goes number two, it's like, that's going to be the issue. That like, I I won't even see Zach Wilson. I'm going to say whoever goes to the Jets. Whoever goes to the Jets as a quarterback is going to have an uphill battle because Robert Sala is not a quarterback. You don't mean he, you don't have an offensive coordinator. That's good. You don't have a quarterback coach. That's great. You don't have a head coach that gets it. You have a great defensive team and they're going to put together a great defensive team. Robert Sala is incredible. I love him, but.
1: I I would agree. Uh, I would agree with you there. I will disagree that, I mean, I that they're going to have an uphill battle. I don't think necessarily that just anybody's going to go there and be a bad fit, though. But that's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> my my possible bad fit since Sam stole mine. Okay. So let the record show that when Sam sent me his notes, Zach Wilson to the Jets at two was not one of them. Yeah. Because I Because that's why I put him as mine. So I'm going to go another direction. And Sam, you're going to love this. Um, Jake, if you're listening, get ready to run because your skin's gonna start crawling. You're gonna have to chase after it, bud. Possible bad fit. This has been circulating as of recently with uh certain uh trades that have happened. I'm gonna go right out and say possible bad fit is Kyle Pitts to the Dolphins. I'm not, and it's not because it's not because of Pitts, it's not because of the system, it's not because of anything, but the guy that's gonna be throwing him the ball, we saw it right away. And I t- told, and I've talked about this. I've said this for years now. How Tua Tagovailoa has been considered like one of these top prospects, one of these people that are like he's going to be an elite quarterback, is beyond me. Because, and I've I've used this argument with Sam, and even though he agrees with me, four times, Tua has played in four stressful games in college in his college career he played in four the national championship as a freshman when he came in after hurts wasn't doing it and he really didn't play well he made one great throw and it was the biggest throw of his career one great throw the sec championship as a sophomore where he was getting his shit kicked in and then had to have jalen hurts come in and clean up his mess the national championship as a sophomore, where Trevor Lawrence bent him over, spanked him, and made him like it. And then his junior year against LSU. This was not a five-point game against LSU. LSU thoroughly dominated Alabama. It was not a five-point game. The score was way better than uh than the actual game. If you actually watched that football game. But Tua just he doesn't have it. And I, I think he's way I think he would waste Kyle Pitts. Is talent, I think Kyle Pitts could go somewhere else. He could even go at five to the Bengals and be great. I just don't think he going to have it at the Dolphins because I don't think two is going to have it. Yeah. Um, like I said, Sam and I have talked about this. I don't know how many times. I just – I'm not buying in. If as a rookie quarterback you're being babysat and you have to be pulled out of games in crunch time, that's a clear sign that going forward you ain't, you ain't going to have it. You know, that's just – it is what it is. And I, like I said, I I said earlier in the episode, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I don't care. I don't think I'm going to be wrong about this one, you know. So well, after anyway, I use that argument about the four stressful games, then people start coming at me saying, well, didn't he tear up Oklahoma in the playoff? I'm like, yeah, that's when Oklahoma had defense worse than like some Division two schools, you know. Yeah, well, we would have gotten torn up by Division two schools. That's
0: it's just hard. how it is. It's hard because as athletic as Kyle Pitts may be, He can only do so much, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the difficult thing. And that's why, that's why I I hate that. I like Kyle Pitts to like the Falcons. The Falcons don't need a quarterback. If they go Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, Kyle Pitts, Matt Ryan, you know what I mean? They add a good running back into that system. And I mean, hell man, go like, go go for it. You know what I mean? Like, go like, and they got a great defense. I mean, Deion Jones from LSU. I heard he's a beast. I don't know. What (laughs) what what would i know about any lsu guys dude um yeah it 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 segues into this we started we started the podcast with it and we're going to finish the podcast with it and maybe we'll go some rapid fire real quick maybe we'll go get into it but the difficult thing right is i love looking at if a person goes to the perfect fit who will have the best career right? So I gave TJ, I said, who is your, who is your quarterback? That's going to have the best career out of this draft. Who is your wide receiver? That's going to have the best career out of this draft. And who is the running back? Who's going to have the best career out of your dra- this draft. And we were talking about it, you know, like I said, you know, last year I said, Hey, if Justin Herbert goes to the chargers, he's going to have the best career. He has the most pieces around him. They don't need to be that good he's going to have the best career. He's going to be, he's going to have more playoffs wins than Joe Burrow. And now that's not saying that Justin Herbert was better than Joe Burrow. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the best career, right? Who's going to, who's going to have the best career. Um, and I don't mind going first with mine, TJ. Mine's, mine's pretty easy.
1: Um. Uh. You know what? I think I know where you're going to go. Let me jump in. You can, you can snowball on top of it. Cause I'm going to go exactly where you're going to go. Are we yeah. going
0: quarterback? Yeah, we're going quarterback
1: first. Okay, so quarterback. Quarterback. I'm it's the obvious one. It's it's Trevor Lawrence. Nope. Usually, so usually number one quarterbacks, and, and go go look back. Number one overall quarterbacks taken. They don't get pushed into good systems. They get pushed into bad systems. And it's just, okay, well, it's going to take them a year to rebuild. The last time I, you know, you really saw a number one quarterback, it moved into a good system, and it was immediate was Andrew Luck. Trevor Lawrence. The coaching staff is speaks for itself. Urban Meyer is a legend. He's good at everything. And the dude is a winner. So pairing Trevor Lawrence with Urban Meyer right there is just, that should be reason enough. But – and I, I, I've said this, and you guys might think I'm crazy. Although they went one and fifteen last year with a very uh, restricted offense under Gardner Minshew. And I love Gardner Minshew. I think I think he is a good quarterback, but they held him back a lot. They have talent. James Robinson, DJ Shark, LaVisca Chennault. You know, Sam touched on it earlier. They have a second round pick where they can put a huge O lineman in to really change things. The defense is young and good. Miles Jack, Josh Allen, CJ Henderson, they have studs, they have talent. They were in a lot of football games last year. I mean, I think it was what 17 to three. The Packers went into the fourth quarter with seven points or something like that. Yeah. Like they were in football games. You know, they lost a few games by three points. I want to say like four or five games, they only lost by three points. So they're in it. And I think. The coaching's out with Trevor Lawrence. I, you know, I, I bet a buddy of mine. I think the Jags are winning no less than seven games. Like I, I think they win at least seven games this year, just under that change alone. If they win more, I, I really won't be surprised. But I think with the talent level, I don't think Trevor Lawrence could be like in a better spot for going number one. Like he really couldn't.
0: No, I I agree. I I don't disagree with anything you said. I really don't. But that's not my pick. I want to make that clear. Oh. Um Okay. All
1: right. Because
0: Oh, wait. No quarterback. For quarterback, yep. Um and it's going to be it's going to be broad stroke. And again, I I texted this in the chat on Twitch. I said y'all are going to hate this because it's not what I said. The quarterback who has the best career is going to be any quarterback that goes to the 49ers other than Mac Jones. The 49ers have the best team around them. They are a Super Bowl team who need a quarterback. They, that's it. Like, there's no argument. They, their that's roster the, – the broad pick, but it works. Their roster hasn't changed from when they were in the Super Bowl. They just died last year. Every single player got yeah. – Nick,
1: I mean, when you have Nick Bosa go down – So you – know, and like so but is
0: but here's my reasoning. say I, let's just say Zach Wilson falls, right? Let's say let again, just for Pete's sake, it, the the draft goes T law, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson excels with the 49ers. If the draft goes T law, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Justin Fields excels with that team. Um, if the draft goes T law, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Mac Jones doesn't do anything. And again, here's why because Kyle Shanahan needs to adapt to the team that is the 49ers. The 49ers are a very fast team. Kyle Shanahan's looking for a pocket passer who can get them the ball. I think what Kyle Shanahan actually needs is an athletic quarterback who can throw the ball. And oh, can and, throw a little yeah. and, and that's not, and that's not Mac Jones. It, no, it's, you know what I mean? It needs to be a Trey Lance, a uh, Justin Fields, a Zach Wilson, an athletic guy who can roll out, who can be fast with his teammates and they can run a fast tempoed offense and put up major points with an incredible defense. You know what I mean? And yeah. they'll just, they you know what I mean? Like they'll just go, they, it, they won't even be, they'll win, you know what I mean? They'll go 13 and three. It'll be insane. But the issue will be when, if they go Mac Jones, the issue will be Kyle Shanahan and Mac Jones fighting against the 49ers themselves being the fast team that they are. They're gonna they're gonna lose that battle. They're gonna have an internal breakdown. And that's why I say any quarterback that goes to the 49ers other than Mac Jones.
1: Whoever the 49ers draft, they need to be damn sure they're ready to roll because that division is loaded. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely loaded. Um we'll jump into running back. My, my running back answer is right, different. Yeah, yeah we're going to go running back. Okay. Best, best running back to have a career is going to be ETN. And for the same reason that you said, on, he's the same reason why he was your underrated pick. ETN is, if he's in the right system, that dude's going to excel. But in the thing is, is the owners and the, and the draft scouts and all of these guys know the system he needs to be in and when he gets put on that team, he's going to have a longer career and he's going to have a better career than Najee Harris. Najee Harris will be a more immediate impact player, but ETN is going to step onto that field and have more catches, more – he's going to have more scrimmage. He's going to be an Alvin Kamara. You know what I mean? But it so, has – But so it who's has the to, Who's the team? I, pff, man, it's tough to say because it's not the Steelers. Um, Najee Harris' perfect fit is the Steelers um man i i don't know who the team is i you know i can go back and forth on it all day you can argue the dolphins you can like, i was
1: gonna say as much as i as much as i just like the two situation yeah ETN would fit nicely in my hand you
0: can argue the dolphins heck you could argue the jets you could argue the jets they have another first round pick right at like 23 i mean if they go if they go zach Wilson, even though do they pair it with etn
1: even though I, uh, I know that they won't go this route, especially after they're now starting running back season last year, tell me that ETN wouldn't fit great in Jacksonville alongside Trevor Lawrence.
0: I, but I the mean, thing is, honestly, I don't think it, I don't I think it's, that. I don't think it's that far fetched to put ETN in Jacksonville. That's my argument. Even because- though, even though with Robinson, you think so. Absolutely. Look, TJ, here's the thing. James Robinson had a great season, but it will never happen again. He will never have another thousand yard season. He won't. So why not pair? Why not do a Jamar chase Joe Burrow?
1: I agree. Okay. You know
0: what I mean? Like, why not? ETN excelled out of the backfield, catching it out of the backfield. Let Trevor Lawrence go to work with him. I don't, I don't think it's that far-fetched. You know what I mean? I I like, that's just my point. I don't think it's that far-fetched. Yeah,
1: I I won't get too much into my running back one because you kind of just stepped all over it, but I had Najee Harris to so the Steelers. This his best fit, and he could be he could have a great career. You could, yeah, because in my opinion, Najee Harris fits Mike Tomlin and that in in just the grit, the physical, the toughness. Pittsburgh always has a good O line, you know, hand the ball off and let him get downhill, let him hit. You know, he could catch out of the backfield. He's a three-down back. He would. Like, Najee Harris, as much as I, you know, as being a Cowboy fan, I've grown up not liking Pittsburgh. But, you know, Najee Harris in Pittsburgh would be a a great fit. I think that's his best fit. And, you know, I think that's a pick that if the Steelers have the opportunity to grab him, I I don't think they pass, especially with James Conner just leaving. You know, I don't think Benny Snell is the answer. I think he could help. But I don't think he's the answer. So Najee Harris of Pittsburgh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I don't I don't disagree with that. Here's my only counter. How long does Ben Big Big Ben really have? You know what I mean? That dude needs to go. And that's and yes. that's exactly it. Because if it's not Big Ben, guess who it is? It's Dwayne Haskins. You know what I mean? It's like, oh God. You know what I mean? Like Najee I mean, if Najee Harris, so, Sam, what would-
1: What would you think if Pittsburgh goes Najee Harris round one, Kellen Mond round two? Oh, guess their quarterback of the future right
0: there. Oh, dude, I would shit my pants. I would. (laughs) I think. I think. I don't think it'll
1: happen, but we can talk about it. That's what we're here for.
0: Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a smart move. But you see what I mean? Like Najee Harris's career is going to be dependent on who his, who his, um, who his quarterback is and quarterback. that's the tough thing you know what i mean and that's why i like etn is because etn's actually going to be in a better system and have a better quarterback and have a younger guy that can that can get him the ball yeah absolutely so i you know i don't know i i don't know all right so um, I'm
1: jump into receiver you want to go first you want me to uh
0: i can go first all i don't right. mind going first receiver um, Best fit, and who's going to be the best? Best fit, who's going to be the best? Jamar Chase. No argument. No doubt about it. That anywhere he goes, his build, his speed, his height, his dot, dot, dot is going to be an immediate impact on every single team. The only teams that he would not be, the only teams that he would not be um, an immediate impact for would be the cowboys you know what i mean the you know what i mean like it would be it would be someone just stupid you know what i mean like that doesn't the the freaking you know what i mean he wouldn't be in a a team that absolutely doesn't need him yeah exactly that's the only way that it doesn't that it doesn't happen that way you know what i mean and that's why i go Mm -hmm. that's why i go jamar chase any fit any team jamar chase is going to have the best career out of every wide receiver in this class maybe parentheses Jalen Waddle. Okay.
1: You're, you're not allowed to talk about more than one player anymore. Cause again, you step on where I'm going. So I'm going to go ahead and this, you know, this may be off the path. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say Jalen Waddle. Okay. Yeah. I like Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle is stupid, talented, stupid, athletic, electric speed, quietly, I think Jalen Waddle was the best of the four, the four Alabama receivers: Devonte Smith, uh, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs. I think he was underappreciated. I just, I really like Jalen Waddle. I like him a lot. Um, if I'm gonna be honest, though, I think, I think he would fit great because I think Jalen Waddle is a top ten pick. I think, it, you know, if they decide to do this at eight. You know, and it may be a little far fetched. I think he would fit great in Carolina. Sam Darnold, yeah. mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, that's a, DJ that's a, Moore, Robbie Anderson. I think, I think consciously saying, Jalen Waddell, we're going to put you in the slot with two great receivers, a great running back that can catch the ball out of the backfield better than anybody else in the NFL. I think, I think you are setting Sam Darnold up for great success if you draft him. A guy like Jalen Waddle to pair with the already three great, uh, three great weapons they have on it's, that offense.
0: It's you know? so funny that and, you and see Carolina that. needs it. They're going to need yeah. a score point. with yeah. Tampa
1: Bay, and uh, you know New Orleans always figures out a way, whoever their quarterback may be. You know Atlanta. Atlanta's offense isn't the problem, so you know they score points. They just have a shit time, you know, stopping it. So. Uh, yeah, I like Jalen Waddle to Carolina. Well, if they if they if they have an opportunity, to take Jalen Waddle. I think that's a great pick.
0: But see, and that's why I that's why I think the Panthers' best move is to trade down. If they trade down to the 19 where Washington's at, I I mean I don't know if Jalen Waddle really falls that far, but he may. You go Jalen Waddle falls to 19. But but so let's just say he does. You go Jalen Waddle, and then in the second round you give a ton of offensive lineman depth, dude. I mean like d- dude that is one thing that
1: this draft is very deep in is good alignment
0: yeah and so i like and that's why i think if i that's why it's funny because you can make the argument that the panthers the best move is to trade down i would not be surprised on draft day if they trade down like i just there's not i can see it there's not a whole lot there's not a whole lot that kind of makes me go like oh like you know panthers need to trade down um And but, but in the same breath, I could see them going wide receiver at eight. I really could.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I could see them if he falls, I could see them going Kyle Pitts at eight, too, as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's that's all we had prepared on prospects, guys. Um, TJ, any any last nuggets you want to talk in? Anyone, anything you want to chime in before we put a bow on it? We wrap it up,
1: you know, uh, this. For our first episode, this is a lot of fun. Like, I think, you know, this has been something that... So Sam pitched this idea to me uh, now seven months ago when we were... Eight months ago, maybe a little more. Uh, we were sitting in a golf cart on a beautiful August Saturday uh, talking about football with our uh yearly draft ahead of us here in just a short few hours where i made the worst first round pick at number four overall and taking michael thomas when my gut was telling me to take deandre hopkins um sam says hey dude i have an idea and if anybody knows my boy sam like i've known him for the last 13 years you're like oh boy here we go and he wanted to do the Sporty Under 40 podcast. Great name, catchy name, if I must say. And he said, let's go for it. I'll put in for the trademark, the brand name, and let's do it. Uh, I got the message just a few weeks ago saying, we got it back. Let's do it. So uh, for our inaugural episode, I'm super excited. Going forward, um, it's not just always going to be just sports talk like tonight. You know, This is just me and Sam going back and forth. We will have guests here and there, you know, close friends of ours, people who are also very knowledgeable, who love sports, just like we do. Viewers Um, will do different. Yes. If you like it, follow us on Twitter, sporting under four zero Instagram, sporting under 40, follow us, subscribe, share us. We'd love to have people on talking different segments. Um, Next week we are going to mock draft. Um, Sam and I have been talking about a lot of different things. It's not just going to be like this every single episode. We're going to do different things. We'd love to have other people on, get you a little taste of it, and uh, have fun. But, um, you know, just man-to-man, Sam. This has been fun, dude. I'm so excited to get back on next week. We will be doing a – we are going to do a mock draft next week right before the NFL draft starts on Thursday. Um, So, like I said, if you have any questions you want us to shout out feedback ideas you know predictions anything like that tweet us instagram us whatever it may be um just holler at us but that's all i got sam um what about you bud
0: yeah i mean tj thank you thank you for being a part of this journey with me man you know um for me guys my goal is to just get produced published work you know what i mean i'm getting my degree in sports management i care a lot about sports and i care a lot about sharing my passion with it um but one thing that's encouraging is that um TJ is creative, you know what I mean? Um so moving forward TJ talked a lot about next week's mock draft. It's not just going to be like a mock draft. It's going to be a it's going to be a draft. TJ and I are competing against each other and he's going to have a pick and I'm going to have a pick and we're going to go back and forth and we're also going to be able to trade. But what is it? We get one veto, right? We get one veto on So the trade. So, so just
1: to touch on the criteria how we're going to do it. Um, I will have a trivia question for my boy Sam next week, okay? If Sam gets the answer right, he gets to choose whether he wants the odd picks or the even picks, and we will rotate. We will go back and forth throughout the whole draft. Criteria is three times um, throughout the whole draft, three times each, we can trade out of a pick. So, for example, if Sam picks the odd picks, and I'm sitting at number four, Sam cannot say, hey, I want to trade in. No, I can only trade out. I can trade out to one of Sam's picks, though. You know, and I have to put together a realistic, reasonable trade package so that, uh, you know, it makes sense. It can't just be, oh, yeah, you know, the Jaguars are going to trade back to the Cowboys for just they're just going to swap straight across. Can't be anything stupid like that. Um, So we can do three trades in the first round. It's just going to be a first round mock. Um, And then we each get one veto. If we just don't agree with a trade, or if maybe Sam wants to avoid me trading into a spot he was really looking forward to, he can use that veto, and then that will be that. Um, and it's gonna be fun because, like I said, it's not just like we're gonna go back and forth where okay, I pick Trevor Lawrence one, he picks Trevor Lawrence one. You know, it's almost like oh, I'm gonna take him here, and then Sam, oh, you screwed me, so let's go here. So yeah, that'll that's what we're looking forward to next week, um, and it'll you know it's gonna be a lot of fun. So that's what, like I said, we'll do mock. And then um, episode number three, a lot of draft recap after we sit there. And, uh, you know, because by that time, draft will commence. And, you know, going forward, like I said, Sam and me have different lives. We're not always going to be able to get on our regular Tuesday episode. Uh, So, you know, just like I said, follow us and subscribe and keep track. Because if Sam hits me with, uh, hey, dude, I – you know, I'm busy Tuesday night, so you're gonna be on alone. I love talking baseball. Maybe I'll bring on one of my buddies to talk baseball with me for an hour. Sam can do the same thing, you know? If Sam wants to talk about squash or something, I don't know. But yeah, a lot of a lot of what me and Sam will talk about together is gonna to be football. That's one thing that me and him could both relate to really well one on one.
0: so yeah, like I said,
1: you got you got people. You, know, you got people. More the
0: got people in the chat calling me a genius and then you hit me with the yeah man sam loves squash (laughs) all right cool dude sick not the food the the sport the sport um quick
1: shout out quick shout out to another podcast that i was recently a part of um and i just won their twitter poll for favorite guest uh, guest drafter hot topics at hot topics pod um go subscribe to them listen they post an episode every Monday and it's just pure comedy. It's a lot of fun to listen to. It just keeps you really interested. So I'm going to shout those guys out. Those are good buddies of mine. So um, go s- subscribe to them and I'm going to turn it over to you, Sam, to end yeah. the show.
0: No closing man. Um, thank you guys. Thank you for watching. Make sure you follow on Twitch at Sam Manwich. that's just my gaming handle. Make sure you uh, you follow on Twitter sporty under four um, zero and on Instagram sporty under 40. We're going to try and keep everything up to date and we're also going to do some polls, Um, Keep it light. We just love having you guys around. Um, Thank you for watching. Um, Thanks, guys. It means a lot.